Welcome to Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network, hosted by Pete Lutz. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Hi there, and welcome to episode 466 of the Sonic Society. I'm your host, Jack Ward. David Alt is lost at sea. Well, at least England is off of the Atlantic from here in sunny Halifax, Nova Scotia, so that's what we're calling it this week. David? David? Send Morris code to let us know you're okay! In the meantime, we're already into April. Can you believe it? Just a couple of months before Sonic Summer Stock Theater. If you're an audio drama producer, have you got your OTR show all lined up? If not, give us a shout at sonicsociety at gmail.com. And get on the list today. But for now, it's time to get on with the show with episodes 4 to 6 of Dayton Trench. Right here on the Sonic Society. Zootalore Theatre presents diminutive detective Drayton Trench in episode 4 of Great Caesar's Ghost. Our heroes have found Sir Percy, but the villains have got both the statue and the scepter, and Drayton Trench is plummeting to his doom from the top of the Eiffel Tower. Good God, he's falling. Drayton! Oh, bloody hell! What do we do? Try and catch him. It's his only chance. Whoa! I've never been skydiving before. That was ace! Sir, I can't believe you're alive! I'm astonished the Mona Lisa was able to break your fall like that. They painted pictures to last back then. Thanks, Jason. Hello. Have I missed anything? Drayton's alive and well, Sir Percy. Splendid. And I've managed to wangle myself this very impressive ice cream cone. Everyone's a winner! What a brilliant day! Where's Nathaniel got to? Oh, yeah, I forgot. He's got the statue in the scepter. What a terrible day. But we finally rescued Sir Percy. Which means we can all go home. I'm sorry I doubted you, Drayton. I suppose you're a brilliant detective after all. I'm proper chuffed to hear you say that, Jason. But I don't think everything's over just yet. Well, I know Nathaniel's got the artefacts, but they don't really matter that much, do they? They could unlock power undreamed of, Jason. The scepter is the key and the statue is the life. That's what the inscription on the statue said. But what does it all mean? Young lady... It shames me to admit this, but I too was a member of the cult of Caesar many years ago, in partnership with Nathaniel Swan. Good Lord! We both spent suspiciously long hours together researching the legendary lost tomb of Caesar. Whereas I merely regarded it as a hobby, something I could use to chat up the young lads at the cult's Christmas do, for Nathaniel it became an obsession. But why should anybody want to break into a dusty old tomb? Legends say that the ancient followers of Caesar hid a trouser-troublingly large amount of treasure in it. That could be what Nathaniel's after. But then... You think there's something else? It's just a feeling. Call it an old character actor's intuition, if you like. But I think there's more to their plans than simple treasure hunting. Yeah. How does the heist at the Louvre fit into all of this? And why bother with the horse at Longchamp? Wait, the horse? Where'd it go? It galloped away. What a swizz! 
The Faniel's agents will probably have got it back by now. And now, thanks to me, he knows where the tomb of Caesar is located. Beneath the Trevi Fountain in Rome. The Trevi Fountain? Are you sure? Yes. I discovered the secret after years of ceaseless painstaking research carried out by some unpaid undergraduates on my behalf. Oh, I've been a silly old archaeologist. Oh, don't cry, Sir Percy. I'm just a sozzled old dumbhead. He does have a point. There, there, Sir Percy. Look, you're dripping ice cream all down your front. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I'll just take a tissue out and, and dab at it. There we are. Wait, give you that tissue a second. Well, why do you want a tissue? Because it's not just a tissue. Look, it's a letter stamped by the coat of Caesar. Well spotted, sir. I must have picked it up whilst I was rifling through their drawers and stealing their stationery. Who's it from? It's from Nathaniel to someone called the Countess. Dated today. In all the excitement, he must have forgotten to go to the post office. A mistake he'll soon live to regret. All right, calm down, Marjorie. What's in the letter? Dear Countess, further to your charming invitation, I would be delighted to take dinner with you at Barfury Castle on the 27th. That's tomorrow. I have some business to attend to in Paris, but she'll be with you in Transylvania as soon as possible. Now, why, if everything they want is in Rome, are they suddenly taking a detour to Transylvania? Well, I've no idea, but speaking for myself, I want to go home. Nonsense, lad. Where's your spirit of adventure? I've got no money and I haven't eaten in days. Here, have some ice cream. No, Uncle, I just want... Oh. Oh, this is good. Oh, this is... Oh, this is really good ice cream. Anyway, I just think we ought to go home and stop getting involved. You might think so, Jason, but I don't. My past has finally come back to haunt me, and I intend to face it. That's the spirit. Are you with us, Jason? Can anyone lend me some money to get back to London? Oh, dearie me, no. Then I suppose I'm coming with you. Brilliant. Well, I bet Transylvania's lovely this time of year. Here we are. Thank you, Cavie. Sir, have you got any change to pay the cabman? Uh, no. You? Not a thing. Sir Percy? I'm afraid not. Jason? I'm so hungry. Um... Well, here, mate, take this painting. It's a cracker. Well, thank you kindly, sir. The Mona Lisa, one of my favourites. I'll get home and put it in the downstairs toilet. Good night. All right, mate, have a good one. Well, this is the village the Travel Bureau told us about. We just need to ask around to find a castle. Where can we find a large group of locals? Let's go to the pub. Good idea, Sir Percy. We're bound to get information there. Well, that too, I suppose. How about over there, um, the Devil's Foot? Sounds lovely. Let's have a shift. Here you are, sir. Another flag and veil. Thank you kindly, Inga. You're a good girl. I'll be needing this to give me the courage to walk back on a night like this one. I don't envy you. I'm glad I don't have to leave the inn tonight. Good to have the village together like this, then. Oh, yes. Lots of familiar faces, and no strangers for miles. Just the way the Lord made us. Amen. Hello, everyone. Um, we're just looking for directions. And a drink. We don't get many strangers round these parts. And now, four all at once. Oh, well, we're not staying long. We're trying to find Barfury Castle. <gasps> what? It's that name, sir. What, Barthory Castle? <gasps> Barthory Castle. <gasps> so, has anyone heard of it? Tis an evil place, sir. You'll not be wanting to go anywhere near it. 
Especially not on a night like tonight. Why not? Why? The wolf bane blooms and the moon is full and bright, that's why. It's dangerous to go out on a black night like this. You'd best find somewhere to stay, and quick. Okay, can we stay here? Well, we don't like strangers around these parts, so no. Is there another inn nearby? No, you'll have to go to the castle. Okay, we'll go there then. No, you can't go to the castle. Tis an evil place. Then we'll stay here. But we hate strangers. Then we'll go to the castle. No! Not that we're going there, but if we were to go there, how would we get there? Oh, just carry on up the main road, past the forest, until it winds its way up the hill. You'll soon get to the castle, oh, which you should not go to. Bathory Castle. That's <gasps> the one. Right, well, maybe we should get a quick drink. A very good idea. And then take a wander up to the castle. I don't suppose you take credit card here, do you? Being a peasant village and everything? No. This inn doesn't take cards, miss. Thought not. You'll have to use the cash point outside Tesco's across the road. Oh, right. Bathory Castle? Bathory Castle? <clears throat> Bathory Castle. <laughs> there you are. I've got the knack. No, sir. It's because your flies are undone. Oh, right. Sorry. Jinkies! What a creepy-looking castle! That is pretty daunting. Right, gang. We need to find a secret way in so we can stay undetected. All right? Right. Or Uncle can knock on the door. I'm sorry. I'm cold. I don't like saying I'm scared, Drayton, but I'm beginning to get a bit freaked out. Maybe we should reconsider this? Well, we can't stay out here all night. We'll freeze to death. In fact, let's just turn around and go back to the inn. You know you can't do that. Not after Sir Percy climbed over the bar to get at the beer pumps. We could explain. He knocked over an oil lamp and set the bar on fire. We could apologise. Jason, he burned down the inn. We can't go back. I'm ashamed of myself. Come on, guys. It's an adventure. A one-of-a-kind journey into the unknown. It's things like this that make life worth living and make me proud to be a private detective. By Jove, Drayton, you're right. What a fantastic experience. <laughs> it's a wolf! It's a wolf! <laughs> I'm having a terrible time! Hey, open up! We need some help out here! Marjorie, quick, have you still got Violet's gun? Of course! I forgot I had it! Give it to me, quickly! <laughs> right, I just need a clear shot. Take this, you foul beast! Oh, my leg! Right, and now for the wolf. Well done, Jason. You must have hit it. Scared it off more like. I could have sworn the bullets went straight through it. Sir Percy, you're covered in blood. Not at I've been in films before. This is just jam. Uh, no, this is very much my blood. Oh, bloody hell. Finally. Right, let's drag Sir Percy inside. We'll have to hope the Countess can help. If she's a friend of Nathaniel's, isn't she more likely to have us all killed? Her ladyship never has anybody killed before dinner, young master. No! Who are you? My name is Mastodon, young master. I'm the Countess's lady-in-waiting. You're what? Don't say it like that, sir. I have feelings too. Oh, sorry. You're a very pretty lady. Oh, don't say it if you don't mean it. Please, our friend was attacked by a wild animal and he needs urgent help. A spoonful of absinthe makes the medicine go down. Her ladyship is entertaining at the moment, but since this man is bleeding to death, you can follow me this way. Is 
Is this a good idea? It's the only idea we've got. Come on. It's dreadful out tonight. Thank the gods for a good roaring fire. And this wine is truly excellent, Countess. Thank you, Nathaniel. I've never tasted it. I never drink wine. Well, I do. Pass the bottle. Certainly, my dear Viola. May I say that you're looking absolutely exquisite in that beautiful gown. It flatters your bosom. Why, thank you. I meant her. Well, I, uh, like to dress for the occasion. Perhaps you should keep it. I shall not be able to take all of my belongings with me when I vacate this castle. You're quite sure you want to leave Transylvania? The castle has belonged to the family battery for 400 years. It has begun to feel lonely. You have the travel documents to allow me to go to... England. Oh, yes. Oh, we've got a nice little property set up for you. It might be right next to an insane asylum, but I assure you that the shrieks and moans of the inmates will be entirely masked by the all-night discotheque on the other side. Thank you, friend Nathaniel. It will be good to walk amongst people again. The villagers stay away from this place. I never receive visitors now. Begging your pardon, your ladyship, but some visitors have just turned up. Freely and of their own will, just as you like them. Show them in, Mastodon, show them in! Yes, milady. This way, everyone. No! By Jupiter's beard, it's impossible! What is the matter? Drayton! Nathaniel! Marjorie! Violet! Jason! Is my name. So, Drayton, your certain doom was not so certain. It takes more than falling off one of the tallest buildings in Europe to put an end to my meddling. Countess, I'm Drayton Trench, private detective. We need your help. Indeed. Sir Percy's been savaged by a wild animal. He's lost a lot of blood. How much? Very nearly an armful. A whole pint, you say? We shall have to tend to the man's wounds, won't we, Mastodon? Yes, milady. We don't want all that blood escaping, do we? No, milady. Excellent. Are you a vampire? <laughs> no. Anyway, you all seem to be already acquainted. Unfortunately, yes. They keep trying to kill us. Only because you keep trying to ruin our plans. Only because you kidnapped my uncle. You don't even like your uncle. That's beside the point. Actually, she's got me there. Stop! Aha! Thank you. We are old friends in this castle. I said we are old friends in this castle. Is that clear? Good. That is better. I am the Countess Elizabeth Bartree. I insist that you set aside your trivial disputes and join me at my table for dinner. We can have food? Yes. Real, actual food? Of course. Yes! Drayton, we struck gold! I know! Food! Mouth-watering food! Well, I've almost forgotten what food tasted like! We can't trust her! Yes, we can! She has food! But she's a vampire! Probably. No, 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 no. And she's also a friend of theirs. I don't care anymore. They can kill me as often as they want, so long as I get a meal out of it. What he said. We'd love to accept your offer, Countess. Wonderful. Mastodon, take their corpulent friend to the guest quarters and see to his wounds. Yes, milady. I think I'll keep an eye on Sir Percy, if you don't mind, Countess. You sure, Marjorie? I wouldn't want you to have to pass on a slap-up meal. I always keep an emergency Yorkie bar on hand, sir. I'll be fine. Besides, I don't trust any of these people an inch. An obvious ploy, Miss Marjorie Marjorie Banks, to pry into my affairs whilst I'm distracted by a mouth-watering four-course dinner. Violet, go with her. 
Oh, thanks a lot. Unnecessary. I see and hear all throughout this entire castle. Friend Nathaniel, your plans are perfectly safe. The girl Marjorie can go alone. Thank you, Countess. Ah, the gong. Dinner is served. Mm. My God, that's the best meal I've ever had. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Jason. The meat comes from our finest cattle, and the vegetables are grown in the fields. What about the booze? We get that from the Tesco in the village. Can I pour you a glass, Countess? Oh, no, Drayton. I never drink. Wine. How about you, Violet? Nathaniel? I wouldn't say no. Why so hospitable, Mr. Trench? Well, I suppose I've just never had dinner with people who've tried to kill me before. Believe me, Drayton, it won't happen again. Well, why is that, then? Because I'm going to kill you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Mind like a sieve. How the hell has he managed to run rings around us? Don't underestimate him, Violet. I'm beginning to think he's a brilliant man. Hey, you're all right. Cheers. Forgive me, Countess, but I'm sure I've heard your name somewhere before. You have perhaps heard of my infamous ancestor and namesake who lived at the end of the 16th century. Wasn't she the woman who bathed in human blood? Well, if you want to be negative about it, then yes... She believed such acts granted her everlasting life. What happened to her? Nobody knows. But the stigma of her name remains, and I long to start a new life abroad. I'm sorry about your family's troubles, Countess. Thank you, dear Jason. Your face, it is very kind, very noble, very... Roman. Everybody notice how Roman he looks. I'll remember that in case it's important later on. Nathaniel shall help me set up a new home in Inkland, the land of chips and fish and red double-decker buses and making jokes about foreigners before saying you're just being ironic. And what's in it for you, Nathaniel? I'm doing it out of the goodness of my heart. And I'm helping him with his master plan. You weren't supposed to tell them that. Oh, wasn't I? No, they're my opponents. They're trying to stop me. So I shouldn't tell them about the elixir... No, you shouldn't. The elixir that brings people back from... Christ, just don't tell them anything. Gotcha. What is your master plan, Nathaniel, if you don't mind me asking? I do mind, actually. Oh, forget I said anything. Wouldn't have anything to do with breaking into the tomb of Caesar, would it? No. You told me it was! Countess! Oh, yes, sorry. Gonna plunder some ancient treasures, are you? Not at all, Drayton. The treasure will come in very handy, but there's something of far greater value waiting within the tomb. Something that will make me invincible. What's your opinion, Violet? I'm not paid to have one. Sure. But... Between you and me, this cult of Caesar thing... The cult of Caesar shall rule the world. You see? Don't you think he sounds a few cream crackers short of a packet? You foolish fool. You'll never understand the power I seek. None of you will ever understand, especially you. Oh, well, thank you. Everybody, please. This is a civilised evening. Perhaps we should step out onto the veranda and clear our heads. Hey, look. It's a full moon out tonight. Why, indeed, it is. We shall have to keep our eyes peeled for wolves, will we not? I wonder how your wounded friend Sir Percy is feeling. (laughs) I'm not sure Transylvanian humour carries very well. How are you feeling, Sir Percy? Much better, my dear. Mastodon is a wonderful nurse, and he's a hot bit of stuff to boot. Oh, shucks. You're making me blush. I'm sorry you had to miss out on dinner. I wouldn't have been able to stomach it. Sat down opposite that Nathaniel Swan. He always was a mad fish. 
The cult of Caesar was just an excuse to put on togas and get pissed with Malcolm McDowell before he showed up. What's his aim? What's it all for? I think he wants the cult of Caesar to rule the world. It's that sort of deluded thinking that made me hang up my toga and trudge home naked in the snow, never to return. What a pitiful, stomach-churning sight I was. <coughs> Are you all right, Sir Percy? Uh, of course I am. <coughs> Don't you have any brandy, Mastodon? I'm afraid not, sir. Well, I'll try and stomach this Beaujolais, but I'm only doing you a favour. <coughs> it's stuffy in here. I'll open the window and let some fresh air in. Oh, look! A full moon! Oh, yes. <coughs> Very pretty. <coughs> Mastodon? What's wrong with him? <coughs> Bloody <coughs> cheap <coughs> Beaujolais! Sir Percy! I don't think it's the Beaujolais, my lady. Look at his hands. They're growing hair, and his face is changing. Was the animal that attacked him a wolf, my lady? Yes, but what are you... No. Surely you can't... That's impossible. I'm afraid that wolf must have passed on its lycanthropic curse. You mean Sir Percy is... He's turning into a... Yes, milady. I'm afraid that Sir Percy is transforming into a werewolf. That was episode four of Drayton Trench in Great Caesar's Ghost, starring Eddie Eyre, Amy Milnes, Tom Crowley, Stanton Wright... Beth Eyre, Alexandra Weatherall, and Felix Trench. The script was written by David K. Barnes, and the sound was designed by Chris Bartholomew. The episode was directed and produced by Zootalor Theatre. Will Marjorie become a werewolf's dinner? Is the Countess Elizabeth Bathory as innocent as she seems? Find out in the next terrifying instalment of Great Caesar's Ghost. Zuta Law Theatre presents diminutive detective Drayton Trench in episode 5 of Great Caesar's Ghost. In pursuit of the fiendish Nathaniel Swan, our heroes have travelled to Transylvania and accepted the hospitality of the Countess. But Sir Percy has been bitten by a werewolf and there's a full moon out tonight. It's too late, my lady. He's fully transformed. Well, this is a new experience. Sir Percy, can you hear me? Of course I can hear you. What big ears I have. Are you all right? Oh, yes. I feel faster, stronger, hungrier. Would you like a bit of my Yorkie bar? I'm afraid, my dear, I'd prefer a bite out of you. Oh, bloody hell. Don't take it personally. It's just a growing lad like me has a bit of an appetite. I'd scarp a pretty sharpish if I was you, my lady. What about you? Don't worry, my lady. I can hold him off. I'm sorry, my lady. Seem to be getting devoured. If you could tend to my resignation for me, that would be terrific. Mastodon! That wasn't half bad, you know. Oh, my God! Now, perhaps you could direct me to the bar. Mastodon! Mastodon! She should be here by now to bring us our pudding. Never mind, Countess. Personally, I think it's nice just to sit here and have a good chat. Border talking, once pudding. Drayton, shouldn't we check up on Marjorie? Yeah, you're right there, Jason. 
Well, don't worry, I'm sure she's ruining my plans as we speak. Oh, stop sulking, Nathaniel. Shut. Of course it is possible that Mastodon may have run into a certain complication. What kind of complication? <laughs> Good Lord! Marjorie, what is it? What's going on? Werewolf! Werewolf? Werewolf! Oh, brilliant! Werewolf! Evening, everybody. Who's for dinner? Good God! Oh, wow! Wait a minute. Violet, am I seeing things? Or is that werewolf wearing a dicky bow? You're not seeing things, Nathaniel. It's Sir Percy! Of course it is! Hello, everyone! Oh, he's all cuddly! He's not! He's eaten mustard on already! Uncle, how could you? I'm frightfully sorry. It just sort of happened. Keep back from the wolf, Jason. But it's my uncle! No longer. He is one of the children of the night. What music they make. How? <coughs> God, I'm drunk. Well, regardless, he would swallow us all up without a qualm. You don't say. Violet? Nathaniel? Chap with the teeth there. Put a bullet through his heart. Gladly. No, don't do that! Oh, you beast. You don't need to kill him. We don't need him alive. And again. Well, if that's the way you're playing it, I'm off. No, wait, come back, Uncle. Exit stage right. Damn, it's getting away. Bullets cannot stop it unless they're made of silver. Why don't we have any violence? Because we've never had to fight werewolves before. Well, that is a classic example of an oversight. Don't you think that was unnecessary? He could have appealed to his better nature. He didn't have a better nature before. He's hardly going to have one now. The wolf will return eventually. We are his closest source of food. You know, I was this close to recommending this place on TripAdvisor. To be fair, I still might. That was an excellent dinner. I should advise you all to keep your doors locked tonight. Friend Nathaniel, you shall have the master suite. The rest of you shall have to share rooms. Hang on. I'm not sharing a room with Violet. She'll probably try and murder me. Only if you snore. I do snore. Well, then I'll probably try and murder you. At least there's no suspense. But first, I shall fetch the dessert. Treacle pudding in brandy sauce. It's just what Sir Percy would have wanted. Countess, I'm afraid I must insist that dessert be postponed until we conclude our business. Though I think I will have some pudding, whilst forcing the rest of you to go with that. You unspeakable abomination! I'd really like some pudding. Well, you can't have any. Violet, take them away and make sure they don't escape. Shoot them if you have to. Shoot them over and over again until they don't escape. Sure thing. How dare you! This my castle. We play by my rules. If I say we all have treacle pudding, then we all have treacle pudding. Do you understand me? But they're my enemies. They don't deserve any pudding. They are my guests. Pudding for everyone. And only then, Nathaniel, shall we discuss business. All right. This had better be damn fine pudding. Oh, it will be. It was grown in the fields. I'll get the bowls. Three o'clock in the morning. I Caesar, it's late. I don't like a hurry dessert. Did we have to play charades afterwards? I like charades. And then watch the whole On the Bosses film trilogy. I like On the Bosses. No one else does. Enough. The others have gone to their rooms. We can discuss business now. Well, you have the papers. You can emigrate to England and move into your new estate whenever you want. What about your part of the bargain? The elixir of life. It is here in this vial. Excellent. But first, I want something else from you. But I've given you everything you've asked for. It's a small additional token I ask for, nothing more. Look, don't play games with me, Countess. With that vial, I'll have everything necessary to fulfil my master plan. You are missing one thing. Impossible. I have the statue, the scepter, the horse, and soon the elixir. What else could I possibly need? You need Mr. Jason Davis. Allow me to explain. 
hope Uncle's all right out there, in the cold. He'll be all right for the moment, Jason. Probably chasing were-rabbits or something. To be honest, I'm more concerned with the Countess. There's something strange about her. She's a vampire. I know what you mean, Drayton. She's very peculiar. You'll notice she doesn't cast any reflection in the mirror. That could be a Romanian thing. We wouldn't want to be racist. She's a vampire. Also, notice how she didn't eat any garlic at the meal. I mean, fair enough, neither did the rest of us since there wasn't any served. But that fact stayed with me. And the teeth. Yes, she had teeth. That too was suspicious. I meant that the teeth were pointy. Ah, another clue. She's a vampire. And then there's that deathly pallor and the sunken eyes. And all the corpses in the boot cupboard. Drayton! What? She's a vampire! Oh, come on, Marjorie, where's your evidence? So, there's a countess with an indefinable secret, and my uncle's been turned into a werewolf. Is there anything else we should be keeping track of? We still need to discover what Nathaniel's plan is. Marjorie, do you think you could wrangle it out of Violet somehow? Where's Violet got to, anyway? Next door, brushing her teeth. I doubt she'll tell me anything, but I can try. What about you two? Well, I'm going to go get some shut-eye. Good plan. Me too. Oh, great. So while you two just go to bed, I'm going to be next door talking to a dangerous psychopath. Marjorie, you know as well as I do that you can't spend your whole life not sharing rooms with psychopaths. That demonstrably isn't the case. Isn't it? Couldn't you two search Nathaniel's room or something? Try and discover some clues? I fell off the Eiffel Tower yesterday. I'm proper knackered, Marjorie. Besides, the corridors are probably haunted. We could get eaten by ghosts. Why do I have to do all the work? Because you're the only one of us who gets paid for it. But... Oh, well, actually you've got me there. Good thinking, Jason. I'm not just a pretty face, though that is admittedly my defining feature. Marjorie! Bathroom's free. Righto. Well, I'll see you two tomorrow then. If we live that long. Right. I'm going to go set up my hammock in the wardrobe over there. Why not just use the bed? I've got used to sleeping in small spaces, that's all. Well, the bed's right there. Yeah, but there's only one. I know. Just I usually sleep with a teddy bear. I'm not teddy bear, Jason. No. Sure, yeah. I'm getting in the wardrobe. Sure. Jason! I've found something! Oh, thank God! Towels! Right, behind the towels! There's another door in here! It's a secret passage! Good Lord! Yeah! Let's ignore it! No, come on! We can't resist a secret passage. Nor can ghosts, don't you realise that? Tell you what, if we investigate this passage and see where it goes, we might be able to take the ghost by surprise. Good plan. I'll follow you. Right, keep your eye out for ghosts. <coughs> so... Violet. Mm-hmm. This Nathaniel chap. Mm-hmm. What's his plan? He's going to get into the tomb of... Z uh, wait, no, um, I mean, nothing. Nothing at all. Hasn't got a plan. Go to sleep. Oh, you can tell me. Look, I don't ask you about your top secret plans. I don't have any. We'll stop trying to steal ours. Why do you work for Nathaniel? Because I'm a mercenary. Do you really like running around and shooting people? Yes, that's why I'm a mercenary. Now leave me alone. Why did you both come to this creepy place? Oh, for God's sake. I mean, that Countess is a bit weird. I like her. She's a vampire. Well, nobody's perfect. Yeah, but... What was that? It's an old castle. Probably an old castle noise. There it was again. It's coming from the chimney. You're right. 
I think there's something coming down the chimney. But what could it possibly be? Oh, wait. I know. Oh, God, it's the werewolf. I'm very sorry about all this, but I really am most extraordinarily peckish. Run! This passage could stretch on for miles. Just as well I found this old oil lamp. Must have been left by somebody. Like a ghost. You could be right. They can't see in the dark as well as we can. Keep walking into things and getting their sheets dirty. Have a terrible time of it, ghosts. Wait, look, there's some light up ahead. Finally. Let's see where this tunnel's led is. That's just a dusty old room. Lit by the moon. Still, no ghosts here, Jason. Unless they've crept up behind us. This could be a trap set by ghosts. Hang about, Jason. Look. What? Oh, I see. A long wooden box. No, don't open it. Well, we've come this far. It's empty. The lid's got an inscription on it. Shine the lamp. Elizabeth Bathory, 1560 to 1614. It looks pretty old, Drayton. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Drayton! Have you wet yourself again? Yes, and I'll tell you why. This looks like a coffin to me. You know, Jason, I don't think this box just looks like a coffin. I think it is a coffin. But that would mean... The pointy teeth, the lack of reflection, the sunken eyes, the death-like pallor, and now, a coffin! Well, I don't know, I'm just putting two and two together and making four. But Drayton, two and two is four! But that means... She's a vampire! Indeed I am, gentlemen. And I'm feeling very hungry. Jason, when I say run, run. Run! Jason, I've got a rest. We can't. She's right behind us, and God knows how many ghosts she's brought with her. It's no good. I've only got short little legs. You'll have to leave me here in the billiards room. You're the bravest man I ever knew, Drayton. Goodbye. Well, no, don't leave me. Come back. Oh, Drayton, there you are. Marjorie? Violet? What's happening? There's a werewolf chasing us. What about you? There's a vampire chasing us. You mean the Countess? You see, we actually found some evidence to back up that accusation. Ah! Good morning, everybody. Quick, the other door! Ah! <sighs> Sorry to be a pain, everybody, but I really do need to eat somebody. Oh, Fizz. We're trapped! Stop there, Wolf. These toys are mine. I obey, Master. Look! She's got him under some kind of hypnotic spell. You can have their bones when I have sucked the blood from their bodies. Now that I've fattened them up with all that delicious treacle pudding. What about me? I'm on your side. May the spirit of Caesar guide you in everything. To tell you the truth, I don't believe in Romans. Really? What about all the historical evidence? You know, it doesn't really matter. Hang on. There are four of us and one of her. Surely together we can... Take her out! I am Elizabeth Bathory. I have lived for over 400 years. Do you really think you can stop me now? She's right. Let's give up. I shall bathe in your blood, absorb the life from your bodies. I shall live forever. Not if we rush and attack you first. I should have done it instead of saying it out loud. Maybe it's not too late. I'm afraid it is. I, I can't move. Nor can I. What's happening 
to us? It's a hypnotic spell. I think you will find my mental powers are absolute. All right. Are you going to kill us or just stand there gloating about it? Oh, no, Drayton. The blood of the dead is stale and flat. I feed only upon the living. Well, let's get on with it, shall we? Drayton! Well, it's the waiting I can't stand. It will not be for long. Nathaniel! Countess? It is time to claim your prize. Have you been holding a raffle without me? Oh, shut up, you little gremlin. Jason Davis, you're coming with me. Me? What do you want with me? You'll find out in Rome. Let him go, Countess. Very well. (sighs) You're right, Jason. Deeply traumatised, but otherwise fine. Over here, Mr. Davis, or will I be forced to shoot you dead until you do come with me? All right, all right. Jesus Christ, what a night. I'm sorry to cut my stay with you so short, Countess. Places to go, people to conquer. The old story. I understand. Wait, Nathaniel, you can't just leave me here. Oh, yes. Violet Darkbloom. This is kind of awkward. We came to an arrangement, my dear. What arrangement? If he wishes to take Jason, he must leave someone else in his place. And if I'm being brutally honest, your usefulness really is at an end. It's nothing personal. Strictly business. Admittedly, I'd probably do the same in your position. I knew you'd understand. Take your prize, Nathaniel, before I change my mind. Come on, Jason. We have a date in Rome. Keep your hands where I can see them. They're actually keeping my trousers up. Oh, that is pitiful. Now, all this mental energy is making me hungry. Marjorie, Violet, or the little detective. Decisions, decisions. What are we going to do? Oh, we now, is it? Well, given that she's going to kill me as well, yes. There's only one hope. Sir Percy. Wake up, chap. (laughs) Sorry, old sport. You've got to fight her control. You've got to save us. Really? We're your friends, Sir Percy. You're not just a werewolf. You're a cuddly old character actor and a damn fine archaeologist. Uh, Yes, I... I suppose I am. Yes. No, keep back, wolf. That's it. Fight it. You could do it, champ. Stay away. I'll never forgive you for that warm, cheap, and corked Beaujolais you served me. I didn't know it was bad. I never drink. Fine. I... I think I'm beginning to move again. And me? She can't control all of us and keep back Sir Percy at the same time. No. It's impossible. Nobody can defeat the will of the vampire. We'll see about that. You said you never drink wine, Countess. Well, how would you like a whole glass of it? In the Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, Countess. It's not fatal. I thought it was. No, I just don't like wine. Oh. How embarrassing. Right. Let's rethink that, shall we? Drayton, throw me that billiard kiss. Here. I'm sorry, Countess, but the stakes were too high. There's a billiard cue in it. Oh, stop staking me. Ah, what a terrible day. Well done, Violet. I guess you could say she got the point. Yep. You see, because I... No, it wasn't funny. I'd just like to take this opportunity to apologise for attempting a killing spree. It was beneath me, and I'm deeply ashamed. I don't think you could help it, Sir Percy. Question is, how do we get you back to normal? I think I might be able to help with that, young master. Master Dog! 
gone. We thought you'd been eaten. I must have disagreed with Sir Percy's stomach. It shut me back up pretty quick. So where have you been? Well, I took the liberty of toddling along to the chemist to buy a lycanthropic remedy. Uh, some Beecham's in this bucket for the brandy. Oh, that'll do very nicely. Cracking work, Master Don. It's the least I can do, young master. You've saved me from my servitude to that monstrous vampire. I'll be able to grow acres of treacle puddings and begin a thriving business enterprise. It's all I've ever wanted. And in the meantime, we've got to get after Nathaniel and rescue Jason. I have a hunch they'll be heading for the tomb of Caesar. But I've still no idea what the guy's planning. I think I can help you there. Why should you help us? Well, my employer did leave me to get killed by a vampire. Without paying me. Be good to have you aboard, Violet. We'll have to leave soon. We need to get to Rome before the ceremony. Deep in the heart of the tomb itself. But if he doesn't want the treasure, what does he want? He wants the ashes of Julius Caesar. What can he do with some dirty old ashes? With the scepter, he gains access to the tomb. With the statue, he can get hold of the ashes. And with the vampire's elixir of life, he can bring Julius Caesar back from the dead. He can what? Toya! Bollocal ingenuity! In less than 24 hours, Nathaniel Swan is going to call up the spirit of the greatest dictator of ancient Rome and help him take over the world! And that spirit's gonna need a new body! You mean... It's looking that way, innit? The Julius Caesar of the 21st century's gonna be our mate! Jason Davis! That was episode 5 of Drayton Trench in Great Caesar's Ghost, starring Eddie Eyre, Amy Milnes, Tom Crowley, Stanton Wright, Beth Eyre, Alexandra Weatherall, and Felix Trench. The script was written by David K. Barnes, and the sound was designed by Chris Bartholomew and Andy Goddard. The episode was directed and produced by Zootalor Theatre. Will our heroes be able to stop the maniacal machinations of Nathaniel Swan? Or will Julius Caesar conquer the world? Find out in the final earth-shattering installment of Great Caesar's Ghost. Theatre presents diminutive detective Drayton Trench in episode 6 of Great Caesar's Ghost. Our heroes have escaped the clutches of the Countess, but Nathaniel Swan has gone to Rome to complete his malevolent master plan to raise the spirit of Julius Caesar from the dead. Drayton is hot on his tracks, but can Nathaniel be stopped before it's too late? Good evening, fellow members of the Cult of Caesar. I am gratified you could make it here tonight to attend upon the total fulfillment of everything that we have worked for. Caesar! But first, a round of applause for Beatrice and her string quartet. Weren't they good? Mm, wonderful. Beatrice also made the sandwiches, and it's only her first day on work experience. Anyway. Tonight, you have gathered here to witness the dawning of a new age, a new power, a new strength. May the spirit of Caesar guide us, for tonight he shall rise up once more and lead us to victory, to the conquest of the world! Caesar! No, not now, Beatrice. Oh, sorry. 
Right, gang, there we are, the Trevi Fountain. And far beneath it lies the lost tomb of Caesar. I see it's already under police protection. Bought, no doubt. Nathaniel leaves nothing to chance. Sir Percy, you did all the research on this. How can I get into the tomb? The Caesarian scepter that Violet here stole from the Louvre will fit into a recess in the fountain, drain the water and reveal the entrance to the tomb. How come nobody's discovered it before? Marjorie, do you think anyone in their right mind would spend an afternoon sloshing around inside of that fountain and poking it with a pointy stick? Because I did once and I felt like a complete prat. Violet, has Nathaniel's ceremony started yet? If he's keeping to the plan, it's due in a couple of hours. Where are they now? In the tomb? No. See that hotel? It's booked out with cultists. Nathaniel will be in there now, warming them up. And that's where Jason will be too. So, hang on. The cultist's secret base was just the hotel across the road? Yes. We could have found that ourselves. Well, excuse me, princess. Stop fighting. We've got to get a move on. If it's all the same to you, I'd rather go my own way. I don't think I actually trust you people to do anything right. Good God, nor would I. You can try and rescue your friend, but I'm going after Nathaniel. Good luck. You'll need it. Have a good one. You know, for a self-interested sadist, she's all right. Should we be trying to save my nephew? Sir Percy's right. We've got to enter that hotel and find Jason. Hold your horses. There's an old company of cultists in there. We need to be inconspicuous. Does that mean... Yep. I think it's time we don some more crafty disguises. Bring on the vessel for the spirit of Caesar. Oh, damn it, Nathaniel. I don't like to judge before all the facts are in, but you're beginning to look utterly mad. Jason Davis, you are to have bestowed unto you a unique honour. You shall house the eminence of Julius Caesar himself. But why me, for God's sake? Well, Mr. Davis, you are a very beautiful man. Damn it, I know. It's the cross I have to bear. In fact, you have the very bearing of a Roman. You will prove an excellent new body for the great Caesar. But why do you want to bring him back? It doesn't make any sense. The Western world is weak, disintegrating. It needs one man, one great dictator, to staunch the bleeding hearts and pull us all together. Caesar was the greatest leader this world has ever seen, and with our help, he can be so again. You just want to wear togas in public, don't you? All of you! You're just in it for the togas! Togas are just a bonus. And you're enjoying yours, aren't you? It's very short. Give the people what they want, Mr. Davis. But it's power we crave. The power that only the great dictator of Rome can muster. And what'll happen to me when Julius Caesar inhabits my body? Jason Davis as a man will no longer exist. Well... That's a bit off. I don't always enjoy existing, but I have got very used to it. You're useless to the world as you are. What are you, anyway? I'm a part-time cricket instructor, and proud of it. I bet you don't even understand all the rules. No one man can have that much power. Your unders and your overs, you know, catches win matches. And what in the name of Christ is a googly, anyway? It's a major weapon in the arsenal of a leg-spin bowler, damn it. A Chinaman googly turns away from a right-handed batsman. Googly, Chinaman, just listen to yourself. Trust me, you're better off as Julius Caesar. I don't agree, Nathaniel Swan. Well, Jason Davis, you're the one in a sticky wicket around here. Brothers! The time approaches! Soon the Great One will rise again from his ashes. I dare say nothing in the world could stop us now. By Mercury's thighs! Long time no see, Nathaniel. Violet? So you escaped from Bathory Castle? (gasps) Oh, come on. I did indeed. 
And now I'm back, and ready to take my vengeance upon you, you snivelling worm. I'm not snivelling. I'm quietly confident. We'll see about that when I put a bullet through your brain. But, Violet, it was simply business. You said you'd do the same in my position. And if you were in my position, then you'd come back and get your revenge. Drat, probably would. We're more alike than you know, Nathaniel. If you don't end up killing me in the next five seconds, we ought to go out for a drink sometime. That sounds wonderful. Now don't move. There's a good boy. I want this bullet to go right up your nostril. Listen, let's be reasonable. How about I give you half a million and we call it quits? Ha! Chicken feed. Four million. Ha! One million. Ha! Three million. Ha! Two million and the helicopter. It's my helicopter. I'll buy you another one. Done. Excellent. In that case, I should tell you there are three spies down in the front row. Spies? I bet they're spying on me. You three, explain yourselves. We're not spies, I'm just an archaeologist. And I'm an ace detective. And I'm his plucky young secretary, you see, isn't it? I'm sorry, but have you just come disguised as each other? Oh, this was a stupid plan. I just wanted to wear a dress. Seize them! Great and Here we are, face to face, for our final battle, our last fight. Them's fighting words, Nathaniel Swan. You have been a most worthy adversary. No, he hasn't. But I'm afraid that this is your final defeat. I should have you executed now. Yes. But wait, I have a better idea. No, no, no. Your ultimate doom will be sealed when you've witnessed my ultimate victory. Just kill them now. You shall be present at the ceremony so that you may savour the bitter taste of defeat before sweet death embraces you. They'll escape. Kill them now. Lock them all up. They shall witness the apotheosis of our great Lord Caesar in one hour's time. Fine, have it your way. Caesar! No, the door won't budge. What do we do now? I don't much fancy being taken over by an ancient Roman ghost. We've got to stop Nathaniel somehow. What do we do, Drayton? I'm thinking. Look, Drayton, the room has a chimney. Maybe you could climb out and then we Then what? We'd escape and we'd get captured again and it'd still win. We need something more cunning. I suppose I better have one last libation before our inevitable execution. Another bloody bottle of brandy. My last souvenir from my Roman holiday. Oh, well. Wait. I've got it. Maybe we should just go to the ceremony after all. But we can't let the cultists win. We won't. I've got a plan. And it starts with Sir Percy drinking that entire bottle of brandy. Oh, good. Greetings, my friends. I'm sorry to have kept you all waiting. What do you want, Nathaniel? The hour of the arising is upon us. It's time for the ceremony. Doesn't time fly when you're awaiting your own execution? Violet, escort them outside. Sure thing. You'll never get away with this. I really think I will. So do I, Nathaniel. In fact, I wish to join the cult of Caesar once again. Uncle, no! You can't betray us now! I can betray you whenever I like. Wait. Where's Drayton Trench? He's sleeping under that blanket over there. Don't wake him. He's very tired. Hmm. Uh, that sounds fair. No, wake him up. Nathaniel, I regret to tell you that that is not Drayton Trench. For you see, this pillow-shaped form under the blanket is in fact some old bicycles shaped to resemble a pillow. Good heavens. 
And that pillow shape was meant to resemble the shape of Drayton Trench, who has escaped up the chimney only a few minutes ago. But that chimney's tiny. He has the ability to squeeze himself into the tiniest of spaces, sir. I told you we should have shot them. He's only one man. The guards will find him. Sir Percy, how could you have sold Drayton out like that? For shame! I'm sorry, Marjorie, but I want to make amends for my past indiscretions in the good old days. Like when I used to get trolleyed and ask Nathaniel if I could stay over at his for the night. Following which, I would throw up in his fridge and steal his sofa. I should have learned my lesson after the fifth sofa. By the twelfth, I began to feel foolish. Old friend, I'm sorry to have turned my back on the cult of Caesar. Allow me to stand with you when the final reckoning is at hand. Very well, Sir Percy. You shall have your wish. Here, have this toga. But this is just a towel, imagine. Oh, good, yes, right here. Violet, take our guests onward to the tomb of Caesar. I can hear history beckoning. Brothers! We are assembled today within the tomb of Julius Caesar. I stand here beside the great altar with two men. One whose body shall be the vessel for the spirit of Caesar himself. Hello. And the other, this doddery old archaeologist and disgraced character actor. Evening. Who gave us the knowledge that has brought us here today. Bring forth the horse of Caesar. (laughs) This mighty steed has been bred for the great one himself, so that he may ride into battle once again. Aren't you forgetting something, Nathaniel? The prisoner will remain silent. Where are Caesar's ashes? Violet, pass me the statuette of Caesar. Here we are. Thank you. It wasn't until I gained access to the tomb that I could discover the final secret of Caesar. The true hiding place of his mighty ashes. You don't mean... Yes, Marjorie, Marjorie Banks. That damned statue. It had Caesar's ashes inside it all the time. Didn't I tell you? No. Sorry, I I must have been drowned. Members, the ashes lie upon the altar. Now all they require is the elixir of life to infuse them with the spirit of Caesar. On the count of three. Come on, Drayton. Oh, bugger, I forgot to take those books to the library. Two. I knew when I died I'd have regrets. Three. Where's your take, old chap? Before you start your resurrecting, seeing as this is an historic moment and all, I was wondering if I could propose a toast. Yes. Oh, yes, why not? Uh, pass the Beaujolais around, everyone. Pass it around. It's Transylvanian. Oh, Jesus, no. No, I think, if you don't mind, I'll stick to the old brandy. It's really rather my thing, you know. I'll just take the... I'll be taking that elixir, Nathaniel Swan. Great Caesar's ghost! Straight and Trench, you were hiding in the brandy bottle all the time. It was my biggest challenge yet, but desperate times call for desperate measures. Then that means, Sir Percy, you were lying. Afraid I'm still a goody after all, old sport. That was some damn fine character acting, Sir Percy. Thank you, Drayton. Violet, take the elixir from him. Sorry, not today. Jason, catch! Got it! Marjorie! Whoop! Drayton! Cheers! <laughs> Violet, grab it! I... I can't! They're going underarm, overarm, giving it a spin and all sorts! Ha. I've got Jason to give us all a quick expert lesson in bowling before the ceremony, Nathaniel. He knows his part-time cricket. No! My plan! Foiled by a googly! I warned you, Nathaniel. Marjorie! Got it! Give me that bottle! Jason, Drayton, who's it gonna be? Give me that bottle! Sir Percy, catch! Suddenly! Whoops! No, 
Sir Percy, you missed! Well, we've learnt today that drunk old men don't have very good hand-eye coordination. <laughs> you thought you could stop me? All I need to do is pour the ashes onto the puddle of elixir and... Yes. Yes! See, it's working! The elixir is mixing with the ashes! Drayton, we've lost! I'm very sorry about this, everybody. The spirit of Caesar! It rises! Good lord! Oh, bloody hell! It was all true! Of course it was true! But this moment of my ancestors lived! At last, Julius Caesar, you are returned to us! Where's it gone? Into his new body. Caesar walks upon the earth again. Jason, are you alright? Jason! Jason Davis exists no more. He's Julius Caesar all the way. No, I'm not. What? Well, I was all tensed up thinking, mate, I'm gonna be Caesar, and then... nothing. You mean you haven't been taken over by the spirit? Nope. Then where is it? I am here! Where? In this new body! The great Caesar, dictator of Rome! Oh. Sir Percy, it's you! May the Tiber tremble underneath her banks to hear the replications of my sounds made in her concave shores. Hail Rome! Caesar has returned to you! In the wrong body? No matter! Caesar, we are your followers. We require your majesty, your supreme brilliance. Take the world and make it yours. I shall. Then let us take Britannia first. Come, Drayton and your miserable friends. You shall join us in Londinium to witness your ultimate defeat. You have failed. We have won. I'm not so sure, Nathaniel. I can still see one great flaw in your plan. Nonsense. There is no imperfection. To Londinium, Caesar. To Londinium. You're right. Yes, I was just popping in. Popping in? Yes, just past you. Through there. Mate, this is number ten. I know. I'm Nathaniel Swan. I want to see the Prime Minister. Well, I don't know if he wants to see you, mate. Ah. Uh, now, you see, I haven't come alone. I've got a friend with me. Uh-huh. Yes. You mean your friend in the toga? Yeah. You know who that is? Nope. Julius Caesar. Really? Yep. Go on, Caesar. Give it some. Hail Rome! There we are. Right. Yeah. So, can we come in? No. But he's Julius Caesar. We've only got your word for that. But... Look at him. He's on a horse. Lots of people have horses. It doesn't make them Julius Caesar. But look at him. Look at his imperial presence, his divine majesty. Hang about. I recognise him now. Yes. That's Percy Price, isn't it? The actor. He used to be on the telly. No. How long was it? Oh, ages ago. He might look like Percy Price. All right there. How are you, Pricey? I'm not Pricey. <laughs> Drunk again. God, he's aged, hasn't he? It is Percy Price, isn't it? No, it's... Okay, sure. It's Percy Price. Can we see the PM? <laughs> Not a chance. Off you go. But, 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 but this is the leader of ancient Rome. What do you look like? You're just a couple of sad old men in togas standing out in the street. In January. Isn't it cold? Very cold. Look, do us a favour. Piss off, mate. And take your horse with you. But... All right. Are we not going in? No. Come on, Caesar. Sad it go, then. Well, Drayton, they're thinking about it. <laughs> sure. If the bloke in HMV wouldn't believe you, you've got no chance at number ten. Violet's right. 
Why did you take him into HMV anyway? I wanted some free DVDs. Face it, Nathaniel. You've won and you've still lost. Nobody will ever believe you brought back Julius Caesar except you and your mad bunch of cultists. Where are they, anyway? They decided to celebrate with a massive party and they're still having it. I wish I was there. So do I. You weren't invited. Nathaniel, didn't you have a plan worked out for what you'd do after you brought him back to life? No. I was just going to take him to places and get power. You stupid sod. I'm going back to the party. See you later, everyone. Bye, Violet. Well, Nathaniel, if you'd just like to ask Julius Caesar to give Sir Percy his body back, we'll be on our merry way. Not so fast, Drayton Trench. I'm still a very rich man, and now I've got the treasures of Caesar's tomb. I can still buy my way to the top. I can still force people to see things my own way. Why can't you just get along with people? Because people don't know what's good for them, that's why. The ancients had real dreams and real aspirations of conquest and rule. You've got to think big. You've got to get mad. You need to think outside the box. You know what I've got? Do you know what I've got? I've got Julius flipping Caesar, mate. Someone will listen to me, and you'll be dead, Drayton. Dead. Oh. The bullet. It deflected. You've broken Harvey. You're lucky magnifying glass. The bullet bounced off the rim. Now it's all bent. Oh, well. Glad I took it with me after all. Would you mind if I tried that again? Ahem. Excuse me, sir. Yes, officer. You're nicked. Uh, sure. But I'll be back, Drayton. Next time I shall not be so lenient. Well, then we'll arrest you again. Oh, come on! Well, that's that then. What about my uncle? If everybody's just going to laugh at me, I'd be better off dead. There's nothing for me left on this world of technology and trousers. Cowards die many times before their deaths, but the Valiants never taste of death but once, and this toga is freezing my tits off. Caesar, away! Goodness gracious, where am I? Uncle! Jason, my dear fellow, it's your round, isn't it? Sir Percy, you're back! And that's another case completed. Well done, sir. Thank you, Drayton. But there's still one thing I don't understand. What's that, Jason? Why did the ghost of Julius Caesar take over my uncle? Oh, that's an easy one. After all, your uncle's always filled with spirits. <laughs> oh! He has a drinking problem. That was the last episode of Drayton Trench in Great Caesar's Ghost, starring Eddie Eyre, Amy Milnes, Tom Crowley, Stanton Wright, Beth Eyre, Alexandra Weatherall, and Felix Trench. The script was written by David K. Barnes, and the sound was designed by Chris Bartholomew and Andy Goddard. The episode was directed and produced by Zootalor Theatre. Sir? Yes, Marjorie? Did we ever get paid? I knew I forgot something. That was Zutalor, Dayton Trench. Jeez, I love saying Zutalor. And our show for this evening. But be back here next week for more of the very best of modern audio theater. Don't forget to write us at sonicsociety at gmail or send us a message in the Facebook group at Sonic Society. Join us on Audio Drama, Radio Drama Lovers, or, of course, the Twitter feed. And please, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Remember when all you had to do was call into the Zugbude line? Ah, Zug. Good old Zug. Good old days. Until next week, I'm Jack Ward saying goodnight. And David! David! 
David, are you out there? David? David, it's me! Blink twice if you can hear me! Tell me which direction to look for your eyes so I can see you blink! Produced weekly by Jack J. Ward David! And David with original Come music on. by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. In this time of COVID-19, CDC asks you keep your hands clean. Don't congregate and kindly shelter in place. Also wash your hands and don't touch your face. So use soap and water and grab a clean towel and don't be a Jonah. Prevent spread of Corona by washing your hands. Olay! This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.